Welcome back to the 5th and Dribble podcast, everybody. And no, your ears do not deceive you today. This is a little bit different. I'm Locke, and I'm joined today by... Nobody. That's it. Today will be another quickie solo one. We finally got to the ton. Matt got a little bit shaky. He's off at the pavilion now. He's having a Gatorade and a rubdown. He'll be back out for the next one. And the Sherpa's off doing business. We'll, uh, we'll hear about that when he is back, hopefully soon. Uh, for those that listened to the last episode, you would know what I'm doing is called barbecuing alone. So, fingers crossed, we all get through this, and yeah, we'll have a good time. Alright, we're going to start, as we always start, with a prayer. A solo prayer tonight. Alright, I want to shout out the cover. They're always great. They're always fantastic. Everything you could want, they are that. And you can find them, as always, at the cover AU on Instagram, and at thecover.com.au. And with NBA season less than two months away, you best believe us, Nick, the Daily Dribble Boys, will be linking up. We'll probably do some preseason stuff pretty soon, get some rankings in order. Uh, we're going to have some more hot takes. For those that listened to our basketball hot takes last year, yeah, don't listen. They were bad. But this year, they will probably won't improve. So listen to these ones. Uh, I want to shout out, play up um gamble responsibly but make sure you gamble responsibly with them for those that are keeping an eye on the socials the socials guys did upload a pretty tasty multi today it's the round of the wingers for us and it had four wingers four try scores anytime you had mike acevo alex johnson murray talangi and ronaldo you put those four together $7.35 odds. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm a gambler man, so I'm going to be on that. I know Matt's going to be on that. And if we get up and you get up, you can buy us a beer. No stress. But um, so that's once again, shout out to Play Up and to the cover. All right, I guess we're going to get straight into this. <laughs> um, so normally we'd obviously do the Yeah Nah report for those playing along at home. This is, of course, the Thursday show. Um, I don't really want to do the Yeah Nah report, just me. So we are probably going to touch on some of that stuff on Tuesday's show. And by stuff, I'm referring to the news that's come out about Ponga and Man. There's been no charge. We will probably discuss that quickly when we touch on the Knights. I mean, those of you that listen know where I stand on that one. Uh, we also came out today that Taylor May has been convicted of assault and that he has to, he's only at the moment had to pay a thousand dollar fine and a thousand to the victim. The NRL knew about this at the start of the season. I remember it. it was really weird. It was it was quiet. It was it happened, and I thought, oh fuck, we're probably going to lose Taylor May for a season. Nothing happened. Milford missed half a year. Uh, Taylor May didn't get anything. So the NRL now has said they're going to reopen and review the investigation. So we'll see how that one goes. Um, he may miss this week. As of right now, he is playing, and we haven't heard anything. But as we said, that might come up more over the weekend and we'll definitely touch on that next week uh, a little bit of signing news with tyson gamble possibly to newcastle on the way out of 
Brisbane. But same thing, I think there'll be a bit more to do with that on Monday. We'll have a discussion on that. We, spoiler alert though, we like Tyson Gamble. Alright, let's kick off onto it. The first game tonight. This is actually a good game. This is really good. I feel like there's been some really good Thursday night games lately. This one's no exception. You've got the Parramatta Eels who, guess what? We said some nice things about. If you want to hear that, I don't know why you'd want to, but if you want to, feel free to check out uh, Monday's, uh, Tuesday's episode, sorry, Movie Magic. It is Monday for us, but Tuesday for you listeners at home. So go check out that. We give Para a little bit of praise. So I think we're going to have to start tearing them up next week. I think, that, I think that's only fair. Uh, so they, they come up against the Red Hot Storm. So it's a fourth versus fifth match. We've heard today that Cooper Johns will be starting at halfback and no Jerome Hughes. So that is pretty big. Uh, Eels, Eels are still outsiders with that. I think that's a bit tough. This is going to be a really good game. I don't think it affects the standings too much. Uh, it does probably it does help lock in a top four spot for either team, which obviously you want, gives you the second chance. And with it being at Combank, it wouldn't surprise you if the Eels get this done, would it? And then you get Eels Penrith first week of the finals. As a Penrith fan, that's when I want them because we have another chance then. I think either way, Penrith in for a big first week against either one of these teams. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is. I'm probably gonna tip. Gonna tip Parrot home. I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tip Parrot home. It's gonna be one to thirteen. It's gonna be close. I know they won without Jerome Hughes. I know they won in Penrith without Jerome Hughes. And obviously Munster at six is just unbelievable. Para's looked good the last two weeks, as you know, as I said, we said. So I'm going to go Para 1-13. to They're going to lock up a top four spot, but in the ultimate karmic justice, they're going to lose the first two weeks of the finals and get bounced. And we're going to have another year of shitting on Para. And believe you, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, this is the Friday footy tip-off. And we're going to have to get matt to uh to dial in at some point maybe we'll check a post up on the socials to who we think is going to win i currently think the dogs are going to win this is the dogs and manly at a core stadium or stadium australia whatever you want to call it this is also the last friday football tip-off of the year we both currently tied we both currently need a tiebreaker and i am man enough to say this on air but obviously matt is you know conveniently sick and I couldn't find anyone to fit into his little size sixes. Uh, my clown shoes were filled by Liam the other week. Shout out to Liam. Uh, Matt's shoes, a little bit smaller, a little bit of a tighter squeeze, a little bit harder to feel. So I couldn't get anybody. So he's not here to say his pick. But I'm going to pick the Bulldogs 13 plus. And I will chat to Matt. I will get his tip off. If it's the same as well, Bulldogs and 13 plus, we will then tip a second game and we'll post that on the socials and that'll hopefully be the tiebreaker or i mean you know what no it, the second the next game that we choose if we agree on this the next game we choose we'll have to disagree and we'll choose that game and we'll chuck it up and whoever wins this week wins this year so we'll see uh, in terms of the actual game though there's not any really massive ins or outs Tavita Pangai Jr. comes back in. I guess he's a pretty massive in. But you know what? With the way he's been playing and the way that the team seems to be treating him, he might not play. He could drop out. I think he will. There's no Josh Alloyer 
for Manly, but Manly have a few young boys in. K.O. Weeks is in there playing fullback. Raymond Tuai, I'm just going to give this one second, uh, Tuai Mala Vega. Uh, he's going to be playing on the wing there. So, yeah, time for the blood, the young fellas. Time for him. I mean, Dylan Walker's in at 13 and Burbo in at 14. So we'll see what happens there. I still think the dogs 13 plus. They've had a few down down weeks. They've looked horrible at times. But I have faith in the boys. I have faith. I think they'll get it done. I think my man, Aaron Shoup, will probably go across. He's going against a few young outside backs there. Give him a crack. Uh, and Matt Burton to finish the season strong. That's what you want to see from these boys. Finish the season strong. And I mean, after they got absolutely bent over last week by Canberra, mainly going to be looking to prove something. They would want to come out on a win here. They don't want to lose. I mean, they can't fall down the ladder anymore. These guys are going to be 11th and probably 12th finishers, I guess, really. The Knights or Warriors could jump the dogs. But realistically, they're probably going to finish 11 and 12. And I mean, I don't want to sound like that guy, but I'll be that guy. I picked Manly out of the eights this year. I think I might. If you go back to the tape, I won't, but you can. If you go back early enough, I'm pretty sure end of last year, I tipped them to not make the eight this year. And you know what? It's all right. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're not. And if Parra gets top four, I tipped that one too. So you might as well jump on play up, listen to us, get that all winger anytime try scorer because I do know what I'm talking about. Now for the second Friday game, this is the game of games, right? This is, I thought Eel Storm was going to be the game of the round. This one's going to be really close. I really think this is going to be close. You um, you have the Sydney Roosters first the grand old club. Glory, glory to the South Sydney Football Club. This is going to be a really exciting match, not only because of, you know, the Book of Feud, the rivalry. Um, the new stadium is coming out. This is going to be a great game. I really do think so. There's a little bit of a question mark over Latrell what he's doing apparently he's gone home to Tari to get some rest and relax it would not surprise me if he does not play I know that's a little bit shocking because they always want to beat the Roosters and he's he's had some time off this year it would not shock me if he doesn't play because if they win they can they'll they can jump they jump up to, well, they can go up to fifth, really. They can jump up and they might have to play a red-hot Raiders. You know, they might have to play the Roosters again. So we'll see. I think they might jockey. I think they might not mind. I don't think they'll mind if they come in six and and maybe get to play someone else that they prefer. So we'll see what happens. It wouldn't surprise me if, if the Rabbitohs go. It doesn't matter. It's not like we get a second chance anyway. The highest we can finish is fifth. Let's give Latrell his rest. Um, obviously, the Joey Manu game last year is on everyone's mind where they probably win the chip if he's if he's playing for them. And, I mean, Blake Tuff is there. He can do a job definitely on the bench. Nick Arima as well, I believe, is named in the extended bench. I will Sherpa myself. And he is, in fact, in Jersey 19. So one of those boys probably come on to fullback if Latrell doesn't play. Um, the only real other big ins is, I guess, Peter Mamazulius. On the bench for the Rabbitohs. No cook. Sevilla Havili is going to be there at nine. We like Havili. We're a pro Havili uh, show. Mamazulius as well. Nice to give the young guy a run. 
And then for the Roosters, obviously Daniel Tupo picked up that groin injury. He might be out for a couple of weeks. We'll see. You might as well be conservative with the big fella. Uh, Paul Momorowski goes to the wing. And Drew Hutchinson at three. Although I don't know. They've got Gildart named at 21. There could definitely be some shenanigans there. Although, Robbo does like Hutch at three. I just didn't like him at center. I feel like last week there was a few times he just was a bit too slow his lateral movement wasn't what you'd want out of an outside back but what do i know i have not gone back to back with premiership so i'll let him be the judge of that one this one's going to be a tight game i think either it's weird because a lot a few times these guys have played it's been a blowout i'm gonna go one to twelve the roosters get up and they are the favorites they are the favorites not by much extremely slim favorites um i think the roosters will get up here christening their new stadium it's going to be a great win for them and i mean we'll, t- we'll probably touch on the stadium stuff on monday I- i'm still pro south using it as a home ground it doesn't matter this this whole oh but it's the home of the yeah whatever it doesn't matter like I-, I want teams to play in the best stadiums possible this is a landmark stadium not only in sydney but in the country I, I don't want to have one team play there a week. I want to have two. I want to have three. If I could, if we could find a third team to play in there, we would. Same reason I want teams to play at Combank all the time. Have the Dogs play there. Have Para play there. Have West play there. Like, you want the you want teams playing in the best stadiums. And I mean, we'll touch on that on Monday. I know Matt's pretty anti it, but we'll see. I'm yeah. I'm sticking with Roosters. One to thirteen here. I can't imagine there's any resting going on with these guys. I think the Roosters will want to win this. Uh, they want eight in a row. I think they want to extend that streak, take that in. Maybe one of these big front rollers, Jared Maria Hargraves, gets a rest. Um, maybe Lodge, even though he's had some time off, they might just run him straight in. And yeah, and the the Rabbits, I think, will go in one to 17. Jackson Paulo's in the centers. So that's going to be big. Maybe they do something with that. Richie Kenner's named on the bench. So fingers crossed for Jackson Paulo. That was a tough outing the other week. But um, yeah, going, going Chooks one to 12. Now we have three pretty subpar Saturday games. We got the Warriors versus Titans in New Zealand. We have the Dragons and Broncos at Net Strata Jubilee. So Dragons at home there. And then we have Cowboys versus the New South Wales Cup Panthers up in Queensland Country Bank. So I'm probably not going to spend a whole lot of time on this game. The only one that really has any significance, I guess, is maybe the Broncos winning or the Cowboys winning, but even then the Broncos have to win by 80 and, you know, the Raiders have to get pumped by 80. I don't think either of those things happen. Spoiler alert. So we'll touch on the first one. Warriors-Titans. Titans obviously coming off a great win uh, last week. They're not at home. I don't think they can put two weeks back-to-back. The Warriors are playing at home again, which is nice for them to finish the season. They're going to be saying goodbye to Hot Boys and Twins, Reese Walsh and Chanel Harris-Tavita. I think they're going to want to send them out on a win. Ewan Aitken will play his last game for the Warriors too. Same with Elisa Katoa. Uh, there's probably more as well, but they're the ones I remember that are playing their last games. So those boys playing their last games for New Zealand. I think they're going to want to send them out winners. Um, there's been a couple of late changes here. Valia comes into the centres, and Edward Cozy, who's been a, who's been a little, little bit of a try scoring machine in, in a losing team these last few weeks, he's there on the on the wing. Uh, besides that, they line up as per normal, uh, whereas the Titans are in fact one to seventeen. And now, man, Greg Marju on the wing, 
he's going to be fighting that number 12, Bo Fermor, for most tries by Titan this year. Playing less games, mind you. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, I still think Warriors won. I'm, I'm going to be bold. I'll be bold on this one. Warriors 13 plus. I think at home, last game, that rise for it. The Titans won last week. I think that's it for them. They probably feel pretty good about that win. So I think the Warriors can catch them by surprise a little bit of an ambush. I mean, the Warriors can lose. The Warriors can lose this, and the Titans don't jump them, unless the Titans win by like 97. Which same thing. Doubt that happens. But if it does. Great shout, Titans. Got Warriors, 13+. plus. Uh, for the second subpar Saturday game, as we said, it is Dragons at home against the Broncos. I am... This is tough. This is tough. Both teams... Like, obviously, the Dragons won last week on the buzzer, thanks to Zach Lomax's boot. It doesn't fill me with confidence this week. It's If it was at Suncorp, I would definitely feel better about the Broncos. I... Uh, I've been saying for a few weeks off air that I think the Dragons will get this. There's a few former Dragons in this team that I think would like to really slip the slipper into the Broncos. A guy like Ben Hunt, Josh McGuire, Jaden Sewer, Jack Bird, uh, Andrew McCulloch is on the extended bench. These guys are all former Broncos who they kind of said, oh, we don't want you anymore. You're overpriced. You're too expensive. I think that they would love... They would love to beat the Broncos after they've been shellacked twice. I mean, they got nothing to lose. Either teams don't really have anything to lose. But the Dragons, they really don't have anything to lose. Last game at home. You could really see them coming out here, inflicting a world of hurt on the Bronx. Then they go down and they... Like, it wouldn't surprise me. They win by 40. And it's like, oh, fuck. They've conceded, like, 150 points in the last three weeks. The Bronx or whatever they have. Something ridiculous. It just really wouldn't surprise you, would it? So I'm going to go bold here again. Too bold. You have to go bold on the subpass. I'm going to go Dragons, 13+. Plus. And I mean, the only real changes here for the Broncos, Selwyn Cobbo's back after that rest. DeLouis Hoyder is there at center. Uh, besides that, they line up pretty, pretty on Pat Carrigan. Big Paddy's there at lock. He's going to provide a lot for him. Besides that, about the same. Zach Hosking, future Panthers legend. He's there on the on the bench. Um, Ezra Mam been swapped for Tyson Gamble, so a few changes. But we've kind of seen this lineup throughout the year. Deloy Hoyt has kind of come in a few times and played uh, played center winger. Um, Tamari's last game though for the Broncos. That's going to be emotional for him. It's great to see him back, putting in a full season. Besides that, I think everyone from the Broncos is coming back next year. I mean, obviously Zach Hosking is coming to the Panthers. Besides that, I think they're all they're all coming back. So it's only the last hurrah for Tamari. Yeah, as I said, we're going to go Dragons, 13+. plus. I have a bit of a feeling this might be the tiebreaker football tip-off if Matt and I agree on Dogs, 13+. plus. But we'll we'll see. If not, I'm not sure what game will be. I think it might be that one. The last game, subpar Saturday. And I believe this game will be extremely subpar. We have... The, the third place North Queensland Cowboys versus the first place New South Wales Cup Panthers. It is, this Panthers team is insane. Like, I I didn't know who some of these guys are. Coming off the bench, an extended bench, I hadn't heard of them. Like, Jack Cole, 
hadn't heard of him and Liam Henry. That I mean, those were the two main ones. Others I had heard of. But this is just incredible. Like, these guys, it's a real chance for these young guys to play. Like, they got the Forbes Ferrari at fullback. Um, Rob Jennings comes in again. Tommy Jenkins will make his debut. Big raps on him. He's played fantastically in New South Wales Cup. He's just a centre winger. Could maybe fill in up fullback. He's got a big future with the club. Christian Crichton, who just got married two weeks ago. Shout out, Christian. He's out there on the wing. We'll see how he goes. We've got the reliable halves pairing of Kurt Foles and Sean O'Sullivan. Sean O'Sullivan will play his last game really as a starter here for Penrith, unless something happens to Nathan in the finals. So shout out, Sean. I hope you enjoy that. Uh, front row as well. Like Lindsey Smith's played a little bit. He's got a couple of games under his belt. Skipper Mitch Kenny. I'm a fan of that. When you look at this team, I guess you go, yeah, he's the... I think Eisenhuth was probably close to getting it, but... Yeah, I don't know. Mitch Kenny's been there a long time. Junior boy. Happy Scott Sorensen. It wouldn't surprise me. Mitch Kenny, I think he's just loud and out with the boys. He always seems to be doing something. And on the field, he's always yelling, pointing, marching them around. So it'd be good for the young fellas to get out there. And certainly Luke as well off the bench. So we might see a little bit of what that hooker rotation is going to be next year. And if it's if it's Mitch Kenny starting, Sony Luke coming to 14, and then, you know, Mitch Kenny can play a little of that back row bit, you know, something a little bit different. So we'll see what happens here. Jermaine Hopgood will probably play his last game for Penrith. He's off to the Eels next year. He may play some finals on the bench in lieu of Spencer Linu. So we'll see. And the Cowboys are, are pretty strong. They're, they're pretty much their full-strength side. No Tom Dearden after busting a nut a couple of weeks ago. He's uh, he's still on the bench. No point playing him this week, really, right? Like, it's funny. This team list, the Hammers named at six. And that is just... It just looks very strange. And you understand what they're going to do, where him and him and Drinky will probably switch throughout the game. But it just looks very, very strange to see him with the six next to him. Especially as last week, when you had it the other way around. But yeah, I think I think this might be an absolute pumping up at home. Their last home regular season game. They're coming third. I know they would like to come second. They need to win and the Sharks need to lose, which I would find hard to believe happens. But they, they probably want second and they're going to go hard for it. Good luck to them. So I think it is going to be like 20 plus Cowboys. But it wouldn't surprise me if this ends up being like a bit of a grind. But also once the Cowboys are on top, they love to run with it. They're a bit like the Eels with that. They just run hard and fast when they're on top. I think they'll get the ascendancy and go. But I, as a Panthers fan, do not care. Minor premiership done. One spot locked two weeks before the finals. Sorted. And now we get a chance to see some of these young fellas. And some of these guys will play next year. Like... Liam Martin will will be on the extended bench, so we I doubt we'll see him or, or Salmon, who are named as kind of like experience, I guess, in case if anything happens, uh, they'll come in. But, I mean, some of these young guys we'll see next year, especially in the forwards, like a Lindsay Smith. Um, yeah, I think, I think he'll be a guy we'll see a lot of next year. But, yeah, I reckon we definitely go Cowboys 13-plus on this one, if not 20-plus. Now the Sunday. Sunday ticket. If Saturday was subpar, not sure what Sunday is, especially if the Sharks rest some guys, because we've got Knights Sharks at McDonald Jones Stadium, and then we have the Raiders versus the West Tigers at Leichhardt. There we go. There's the Leichhardt game. Everyone get happy. There you go. 
Wait half an hour for a toilet. There you go. Now, this Sharks Knights game is a bit of a strange game. The Sharks don't really have anything to play for. And I think how they play is going to depend on how the Cowboys go. Like, honestly, I mean, they're safe. They've locked up a top four finish. So it doesn't matter either way. But they might feel comfortable. They, they might prefer to come second to stay away from Penrith until... Like, theoretically, they can stay away from Penrith until the grand final if they both win the first week. So maybe that's what they want and they go out there. I mean, it doesn't matter anyway. If the Cowboys win... They need to win because Cowboys have them smoked on for and against. So if the Cowboys win, I would imagine the Sharks probably play the full strength side that they named, which is, I think it's unchanged from last week. Oh no, Matt Ikevalu comes in onto a wing and Dale Finucane onto an extended bench. So yeah, so just a few differences. I do think they're going to play this full team if the Cowboys win. If somehow if the Cowboys lose, I don't know if they've... I don't think they have enough time. I think they have to cut their bench down to two 24 hours before or the day of. If it's the day of, they'll play... Yeah, yeah. I, th I think if it's the day of, don't be surprised if Trindle comes in to play half and Hines kind of doesn't really play and they name just like a strange... They name a strange team and they kind of punt this game because they've got second locked up. What they got to play for? Just rest them. But they don't have the certainty, I guess. They got to worry about what happened to the cows and this Knights team. They just they just want the season to end. They're on another halves pairing. Phoenix Crossland and Adam Clune touched on the top of the show. Tyson Gamble could be on the way there. I don't know. I I don't I don't mind him with Clune. I don't I don't mind him as a player Gamble. It's just this Knights team doesn't inspire you, does it? I, I've been running out the same shit week after week. Like, this is... And they have good players there, but I don't know. Like, you look at this back line and Tex Hoy's at fullback. Dane Gagai looked bad last week until he put those two on at the end. It just is, yeah. I don't know. I think I think even if Hines doesn't play and Trindle plays and if they... I'm trying to think who else they'd sit out. Maybe Ronaldo? They might sit out Ronaldo or McInnes. Even if they were missing two or three of their starting guys i'd still probably back the sharks one to 12 i'll back them one to 12 anyway because i think especially if the cows if they have a chance to to overtake the cows here and get the win i don't think they're, they're going to be putting the foot down at all i think i think they're going to get in front early and they're going to just try and stay in front i reckon one to 12 sharks on that one and the last game of the nrl regular season two of the teams nobody really enjoys watching the west tigers and the canberra raiders shout out liam we know i know you love the raiders someone's got to but it's definitely not me um the raiders yeah they're pretty much locked into the finals here like you look at this ladder they yeah yeah for and against unless the broncos win by heaps and the raiders barely win it'd find it different they're just going to watch the broncos results anyway and luckily for them they can coast like they can lose if the broncos lose they can lose they just can't lose by heaps i mean i don't trust the tigers to put 50 on anyone even though they did do it earlier this year um yeah i don't know i i'm probably just gonna take raiders 13 plus but the fade is coming the fade is coming matt for the last four weeks has been saying it's coming i don't want it to happen this week 
I want it to happen in the finals. I want to see a finals fade. I want to see just a colossal, just like shitting the bed. Um, yeah, yeah, that's as a Raiders death rider. That's what I want to see. And everyone that listens knows my thoughts on the uh, on the West Australian Tigers. Even at Leichhardt, I don't know if it's enough to save him. They've moved Luke Garner to centre. Yeah, there's there's not really much much more to say about these guys. I like Farmanu Brown in there at 13. I think that's something they should keep up even next year. Hastings in the half with Dewey and Brown there at lock. He's got that big ball playing style they seem to like. Matt will actually be at this game. He's very excited. So keep your eyes on the TV for the dude with the giant forehead. He may make an appearance. Um, I think Canberra will take this. They're red hot form. I, I've been saying all all the last two months and the top eight would stay the way it was which had broncos in the eight and and the raiders outside of it i didn't think the raiders would put this streak together you know um i didn't think that i didn't think they'd put it together um and i didn't think the broncos would shoot the bed like this i really didn't the broncos didn't not just have to lose like they did they didn't have to not lose they just had to not lose by heaps but they lost by heaps all the time they got their shit rocked. Raiders have came, come and taken their lunch money. Um, so I'm going to back the Raiders this week. But knowing my luck, ambush is on. Tigers win at Leichhardt. If you're feeling lucky, if you're feeling poetic, I'd put some money on the Tigers. Good luck. Jump on the play up and chuck some money on them to win. Head to head over the line. I'm not I'm not your boss. You can do what you want there. But I'm going to back the Raiders. I'm going to go Raiders 1-12. to I think this is going to be a similar situation to the Sharks on, the, on earlier that day. I think they just need to get in front and stay in front. There's no need to try and run up a score and be silly and do things you don't need to do. And it wouldn't surprise me if you see some weird lineup where like Jack Whiten's pulled off, Papa Lee's pulled off, Tarpanay's pulled off, Hudson Young's pulled off, and you got like Tom Starling or Woodford in the halves or something. I think something will be strange if they're confident that, oh, we just can't lose by 50. Maybe they'll sit some guys depending who they name on extended bench. They've got Matt Frawley and Chance there, so they definitely got some positional cover. Uh, yeah, I'm still still going to go Raiders 1-12. to 12. I'm actually gonna, Yeah, I'll go Raiders 1-12. to 12. I, um, Yeah, I think they're going to be too good, even at Leichhardt, even though it is falling apart, Leichhardt. And Luke Gardner, enjoy your last game in a Tigers jersey. James Tarmour too, by the look of it, might be the last game of his career. Good luck. If you want to hear our thoughts on James Tarmour, check out last episode. We chat about where we think the guy with nothing left should play. And we think they shouldn't play. Should be a a welfare guy, as the Sherpa called him. And I agree. So go check out that on the last episode. Uh, But that brings us to the last game of the round. That is going to be round 25. And I'm glad Matt was sick this week, not next week. I was not letting him get off finals. But he'll be back next week. The Sherpa, I think he's still away. We'll confirm he might dial in. We'll see where he is. We've bought him a satellite phone. He's going to be hunkered down somewhere. So we'll get him on the line. But um, that's our quick little wrap-up. When we do these solo ones, you know that we always do these ones pretty quick. We apologize. Sometimes that happens. We live lives. We get sick. Matt licks windows, so I'm not really surprised. Uh, but he'll take the week off, just like the Panthers boys. He'll be back, raring to go finals week one we're going to be in the studio we're going to be breaking down the weekend and then you know back end of that week we're going to be gearing up for finals and we're going to we're going to do report cards as well for 
all the teams. That was one of those things we kind of we fleshed out on air. Actually, you know, I always love when that happens. Gets you guys involved as well. We kind of decided we're going to go pass mark or fail mark, and then we can actually grade teams if we want. So that'll probably start. It's hard because the off season runs straight into the NBA season, so we might we might do it as the finals are going. We don't really know yet. This will be another thing that we sort out on air but stay tuned for that thank you for joining me um i will be back as well on the tuesday show and we're going to finish off with another prayer quickly cram two prayers into this as we do as always check out the cover au on instagram and the cover.com.au toby's probably gonna have a few articles up there to start off the final series get everybody in the mood he's the matt nabel of the written word we love to see it um the daily dribble boys are gearing up for a new nba season and yeah you'll see our stuff up on there and then also don't forget to check out play up we've got our multi on the story go have a look at that jump in that if you want if you win you're welcome if you lose i don't give a fuck it is what it is gamble responsibly and we will see you all next week